2: it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com.
1: Welcome to episode 121 of Star Wars and Scott. I did it. I worked a cold open in again. I'm very proud of myself. Tim didn't even see it coming. Did you, Timbo Slice?
2: God, I hate that. Just don't. It doesn't feel
1: right can't wait to go on your chat today and be like hey make sure you all listen to the <laughs> yeah, episode but, uh, but that you know but the,
2: that's the weird thing though is that people in chat call me timbo slice and i'm totally fine with it the bot will come on like 200 stars from john hey there timbo slice and i'm like hey man what's up it's all good you know like that's fine but when you say it it's weird i don't like it now i have to test giving you stars and doing it <laughs> See, but like I would probably be fine with it. It's hearing you say it, (laughs) like nails on a chalkboard, for me. Not the AI that reads it to you. Yeah, that's fine. Or even me saying it, totally fine. But like, if if Amy said Timbo slice, I I don't. I'd probably spray it with with water. No, bad. You're in in dog
1: dog parenting mode.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got a puppy. Why are
1: you in dog parenting mode, Tim?
2: He's so cute
1: <laughs> he's so cute i hung out with him on sunday uh yeah. so now uh lando has joined our our little star wars and scotch family we have Fan. yeah it lives at my house lando lives uh-huh. at tim's house mm-hmm. um but he's absolutely adorable he's one of the sweetest dogs i've ever met Um yeah, he's pretty cool it's funny because the i i had my kids over at tim's house and none of the kids cared about the dog the adults were way more into hanging out with the dog yeah <laughs> And the dog will play with if if you have a pulse, the dog wants to be your friend. Uh, so he was just running around and trying to play with them. But my daughter by the end was like, "No more, I'm done. He's too big." <laughs> and then when Kyler comes to my house, he's like, get, "Get that fin away from me! Get him away! I'm not into this!"
2: He just jumps on me, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, Lando's uh, Lando's cute. If you haven't seen Lando, make sure you go over to uh, Tim's oh, he's, Instagram. Oh, he's all over the place or Twitter. Yeah, Darkness four two nine, and and check out Lando. He is he is absolutely adorable, and he's so so cute, so, cute, so sweet. Um, but yeah, welcome to Star Wars Sketch episode one twenty one. We got a lot to talk about today. But before we do, let's jump into uh, uh this delicious Kings Coast coffee that I have here. What do you have today, by the way?
2: I finished mine. What was it? This is my problem is I'll make myself like really nice drinks. It was just like a little like ice, ice latte. Um, and which, I drink which, them so fast. Which was bow break. It, it's okay. bow breaker. Yeah. I like bow breaker a lot. It's just I have some really nice. It, it, it's, it's really just, they're fun notes. Like they're just very, very just they're. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, they're there. Like sometimes you have coffee and you just don't taste the notes. You're just like, yeah, I'm drinking coffee. And, like sometimes you just have espresso and you're just like, ah, I'm just having espresso. But, like like our bow breaker is really really good. So I put that in with a little bit of almond milk, a splash of uh sugar-free syrup and bing, bang boom. I
1: what am, are you drinking? Uh, enjoying the Highland Sumatra today. Oh, that's a good one. Just black. Very very sippable and delicious. So uh and if you you missed it, so again, if you're not part of the Kings Club, you probably didn't know this was coming, but Jamaica Blue Mountain went on sale on Friday and it is gone. It was gone very quick. So typical. And now Wayne is waiting for the beans to arrive through the snowstorms and things that they have going on in the region. Uh, so he keeps texting me and getting angry because it hasn't arrived and it was supposed to come. Uh, so if your order's a little delayed, blame uh, Mother Nature uh, because of that. But uh, as soon as he gets all the beans in, uh, they were supposed to ship last Thursday. So they ship on Thursday and Monday. On Thursday and Monday. They're supposed to ship last Thursday for regular coffee, not even Jamaica beans didn't come then they were I got on the phone with them on Monday they were supposed to ship again beans didn't come so Wayne's like freaking out because he's gonna have to do like a triple shipping day today and tomorrow
2: <laughs> that sounds like hell
1: yep good thing we're in sunny that Florida promoting terrible. the product and not packing the bags although I know <laughs> many of you believe that Tim packs his his own I don't. roast
2: I, I actually don't work in the roastery as much yeah. as you guys want that to happen it's <laughs> not true
1: Blesses the beans with his saliva. I'm sorry, that's not how it works. Uh Tim is We trouble. don't do that. Nope. I still think we need to make the video of you waking up at like 3:30, flying to New York,
3: <laughs> roasting
1: uh... and packing the beans. <laughs> and, then, and then flying back home. <laughs> yeah. I do this once we can, a week.
2: We can make that happen.
1: I do it. We should. We should. You're due for a trip back up there anyway, so uh kingscoastcoffee.com make sure you're joining that kings club because uh march is upon us and who knows maybe new goodies will come out in march wink wink also make sure if you're in long island area you stop by the cafe uh and get some of our delicious delicious uh drinks that we have uh i think spring menu comes out next month so it's probably still a winter menu on the uh on the cafe menu uh, GCX is upon us. If you are a Premier ticket holder, you got the email to go book your hotel block at Rosen. If you're not, you gotta wait till next week. You can still get the link if you purchase Premier tickets now um, and reserve your your hotel room. Uh, when I say reserve your hotel room, what I mean is this: is Rosen Shingle Creek, where we hold the event, is also the resort. So it's all in one place, meaning you don't have to go outside unless you want to go in a pool or you want to go golfing or you want to go to Disney. You can walk straight from your room in beautiful air conditioning to the show floor uh, and enjoy the show. We're actually back on the side we were in 2019. I did a site walk last week. I am more excited than I've been since pre-COVID for this event. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, I have not been excited to produce
0: this event during COVID.
1: <laughs> 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 but I'm more excited than I've been since 2019. It feels like it feels like it's back way more so than last year. It feels like it's back. We, we plotted everything out, and uh, uh, we're very excited. So GCXevent.com slash tickets. If you get your premier pass, you'll get an email following that it gives you the link to um, get your hotel room. If you're not a premier pass holder or you want to book your hotel room before you buy your passes, totally fine, too. You can do so starting next week. I'm not sure what day, I think it's Tuesday, Um, but uh, you can do so starting next week, gcxevent.com slash tickets. We even plotted, Tim, where we're gonna put the lab 77 slash merch booth.
2: Nice, exciting.
1: Yeah, we're going with the uh, exit through the gift shop, Banksy style. Oh, crap. It's it's more enter and exit through the gift shop, Banksy style. I like it. gcxevent.com. All right, let's talk about Bad Batch first.
2: <laughs> oh crap!
1: <laughs> I like this episode a lot.
2: Good, because I didn't watch it.
1: You didn't watch it?
2: No, because Kevin, I was. I, in, uh, yeah, this morning. morning's been hell. This morning's right. been absolutely hell. You so want to tell me? Week? No, no, no. I want to talk about it because I want to okay. hear if it was a filler or not.
1: It is a filler episode with lore in it, but they hearkened back to so many important things that have happened. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you this. First of all, it's kind of horror-ish at the beginning. Um, They went the route. Literally, I would say there were shots and frames from Alien. Oh, sick. uh, uh, We go back to, uh, what is that place called? I just pulled it up, too. Uh, Here it is.
2: This this episode is called Metamorphosis.
1: So we go back to the cloning facility. It's a place called Tantus. I looked it up. It is not the cloning facility we thought it was. So this is new. We meet a new character whose name is Dr. Royce Hemlock he is very sinister he's he's got that that evil villain thing about him so I guess he's our new Rampart's gone this is our new guy um so he um he has Nala say from um Camino imprisoned Tantus, mm-hmm. and he's basically talking to her about why why won't you go along with this why we can change the galaxy you know you can help the Empire that's why we kept you alive and kept your technology she's refusing to do it so he calls he tells them he wants the senator you know the one they have imprisoned on coruscant from Uh you know yeah There. fast forward they lose this ship something goes wrong it's very alien-esque where you don't see it at first it's hiding in the ceiling it's killing uh also it was it was commandos it was not regular troopers they were all commandos in this episode oh tell by the visors um so uh sid gets on the hollow with the with the team and she's like you know like "Eh, eh," and they're arguing with her and she's like i'll give you a special rate for this mission since i left you stranded 30 percent and they just stand there all right 35 they get up to 50 percent uh and then they go because she wants the salvage from the ship that she got tipped off on yeah they go in the ship straight up alien they find the planet where it crashed they like straight up alien they get in there it's moving around like that tech there's even a shot do you remember in Alien, when I forget who it is, which one has the visor, and they're looking around and it's scanning, it's like the you can watch loop. it like
2: crawling through the stuff.
1: You can see it if you look really close, yeah, but that, like I think it's an
2: ad, that sounds like it's I think that's an Aliens.
1: Aliens, I think so too. And you like the the flashlight and everything's dark. They literally yeah. did that with Tex Visor twice.
2: That's so sick. So
1: I was very much like okay. And, and if you don't know me, Alien and Aliens are two of my there. I would say those are my two favorite horror movies next to Jaws. And some people might argue they're not horror, but I don't really give a damn. Um, so those are my two my three favorite horror movies. So I was really excited by this. I'm gonna give away the plot. Are you okay with that?
2: Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna watch so, it. I'm gonna watch it after stream today. They
1: encounter this beast and it's it's it is blaster proof. They can't do anything to it, which is how it killed everyone in the ship. At one point, um, you know, tech surmises that the reason there's no one left is because it ate everyone on the ship and Omega has a bit of a panic attack. Um because you know how Tech says everything matter of fact. Yeah,
2: he's very literal.
1: Yeah. So um, they end up fighting it. Tech is on the bridge trying to figure out what happened to the ship, so he's separated from them. The beast is running around. All of a sudden, the beast gets caught in this, like, energy beam, but it's it's mm-hmm. feeding on the energy.
2: Oh, we've Almost seen that before.
1: eating it. like Yeah. And then when we see it again, it's actually gotten bigger, and it has, like, a tail fin and stuff now. So the energy oh, like is it's evolved. actually feeding it. And records like, does that thing look different than it did five minutes ago when we saw it like that? (laughs) And uh, so they get it cornered. It's feeding on the energy. Uh, Tech decides to shoot the energy uh, conduit to Mm -hmm. see if it'll blow up. All it does is blow a hole in the ship, and the thing escapes, and it starts heading to the village that's on the planet. So they feel like, okay, we let it out. We have to contain it. Tech uh, goes back to the bridge with Omega to see if he can get the files on the creature. Omega's like, I'm familiar with Kamino and technology. I can help you. So Wrecker and, and Hunter go after it. It's making its way to the energy, like power conduit outside the city. Um,
2: this feels like a, a show I've seen before. It's very, this, this all feels very familiar
1: of thing, but here, here's the catch. It gets there at this point it finds the energy conduit and it jumps on top of it and it starts feeding off of it they're in the they're in the uh, marauder trying to track it and shoot it and see what they can do mm-hmm. um as it's feeding on the energy all of a sudden three em- uh imperial ships come out of hyperspace and then they start sending tie fighters and stuff down to the surface of the oh, planet shit. so they know it's loose they're you know and in the beginning of the episode they say to the doctor like you know we have a missing ship and he's like go find it so um They're coming down. Tech gets the information. And as he's saying that, it's evolving again. And I go, Man, I wonder if this is the origins of the Zillow Beast from Clone Wars. Not even 10 seconds later, Tech goes, Hunter, this is the same beast that attacked uh, Coruscant during the Clone Wars. And I'm like, It's the Zillow Beast yeah so what was happening was the emperor is trying to remember how obsessed that's why this
2: feels so familiar
1: the emperor is trying to clone zillow beasts because he's remember how obsessed he was
2: he was obsessed with their armor
1: exactly so he's trying to clone them so he can use their armor they mentioned this in the episode to mass produce it and i guess give it to troopers and and whatnot but the experiment failed again so
2: holy shit that's so cool
1: so um there's a really key point at the end of the episode too
2: yeah i wouldn't call this one a filler episode
1: it was filler because they're off on a mission that didn't really matter but it plays heavily into the plot of star wars it pushes
2: the overall star wars story ahead
1: right so then so then um the marauders dogfighting with some of the imperial ships they weren't tie fighters but there were tie fighters when they flew down um And Tekken and Omega get all the data they need from the ship. So they call for the pickup. Hunter's like do my best. You know, the other Imperial ship, one of the larger ones, goes down by the Zillow Beast. All the villagers now are out looking at the Zillow Beast. So this thing goes over the Zillow Beast and starts zapping it with this one blaster laser thing that actually is incapacitating it, but it takes Mm -hmm. multiple hits. It finally goes down. And then like UFO style, this thing opens up and comes down, grabs it and picks it up into the ship and wreckers like they're not trying to kill it they're trying to capture it and then (laughs) all of a sudden and this is the most empire part of it the poor people that lived in the village dropship comes in commandos on the ground rounding all the people up you know bringing putting them in the ship they get back on the marauder um and then we go back oh before that they get back on the marauder tech is looking at all the information he goes he goes and he's like, so this is the Zillow Beast it's the same thing. He goes, Yes, you know, they were trying to gather, they were trying to clone them so they can gather the technology that you like yeah. the armor. And he goes, The Emperor put this in before he became Emperor of the Empire when he was still just Chancellor of the Republic. So the cloning oh. stuff started before he took over as Emperor back in Clone well, we had- Wars. Well-
2: we, we kind of knew that we did we had an
1: inkling but now it's confirmed that like he was actually already actively involved in this from clone oh, wars Oh, they go sick. back to the facility on tantus and hemlock meets with the um the 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 former prime minister of Camino, which he gives yeah. him a slight he goes prime minister excuse me sorry former prime minister i was like oh, oh you empire shit. Shit. yikes so he's like you know your scientist is being very cooperative but he goes you know let's let's talk inside they did show a shot of the zillow beast in the ship it's in this big container it's like uh under anesthesia of some sort because it's knocked out and they're holding it um so basically they're confirming that the empire that facility is for cloning so that might be the facility where luke's hand is from the comics but i couldn't find anything on it when i when i finally got the name of it i didn't Mm -hmm. find anything on it so it could be i'm not saying it's not yeah but they're definitely doing cloning projects there, and they are Zillow Beast program definitely was That's not so over. sick. It's still going. That's um, so cool. So yeah, because they
2: because in in Clone Wars they gassed it, they killed it. The, if I remember correctly,
1: I think they had to to and no no because remember the Emperor has it at the. end. Did they kill the Zillow Beast?
2: I thought they killed it at the end. Then he was like, "Do your research." Then uh, they have to gas it at the very end.
1: In the end, the Jedi and the public army were left with no other choice but to kill a using a powerful toxin. Yes, I now remember that mm-hmm. was the only way yeah, they could they, do so
2: they, it. So they gas it because the thing, they, they were calming it down. Like, everything was cool. And then something happens where, like, you realize it was the Chancellor who ended up just, like, ma- like making all this bad shit happen so that they had to end up killing it. Like, that's, like, how it felt that entire episode. is was, like, you knew that it was going to die because the Chancellor wanted it dead. Um, and so now this makes way more sense because he wanted, because you knew that he was already interested in the research. And at the very end, he like tells the doctors, like learn everything you can about this thing. Right. So, so, they so, wa- so knowing that he's fucking cloning, it is even crazier. Cause that means that whatever they found, there wasn't enough to harvest off of just one. So they needed to continue making more, right. which is really interesting. So what I really want to know is like, yeah, is it just the skin that they figured out that they could turn into like material for armor or is it more than that? Now I'm really interested. Ooh, they, that's so cool.
1: They didn't say it, but the doctor was like, "How many people saw the beast from the? Did anyone from the village see the beast?" And the commando said, "Yes, many people." So I have a feeling they're going to kill all those people now because they saw it and it's supposed to be gone you need to keep everything hush hush. So yeah, it was it was a it was a good episode of Bad Batch.
2: I just don't know why it's so secretive now. I want to know more. Yeah. Uh, I, <sighs>
1: It like what end. makes
2: that? What makes a Zillow be so? I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's an ancient creature. Like, it's like, and it's neat. And yeah, it like, feeds off of power. So, like, do you use it as a weapon? Like, do you unleash it on on a, like a like a planet and just let it just wreak havoc? It
1: Seems like he just wants the the skin to make armor with. But Think so, you know, maybe seeing it in action again. I don't know. It's, I don't know. We still
2: like Bad Batch for me always ends up leaving me with more questions than it does answers like we still have no idea what the 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 Brontosaurus of death was um, the thing from Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn that we think is is potentially a um, uh, like an ancient artifact from the Zepho mm-hmm. like and a lot of people are leaning towards that they're like that's Zepho technology like it, it looks so close to like what we saw in Jedi Fallen Order. But like that was it. Like we literally just saw the thing, and like that was it. Um, so like when are we gonna get back to that? Um, this Soul Zillow Beast thing. Like that was one episode in Clone Wars, um, and now we've got one episode in Bad Batch. Like, are we gonna get like a? Is it we're gonna get a, a a closed loop there? Are they gonna finish that story off, or is that another thing where they're just gonna let it just live on for, who knows when? For yeah. A rainy day.
1: Around the around the galaxy, did a side by side comparison. Of the Zepho writings from jedi fallen order and the ones in the uh-huh. episode and they're almost identical
2: yeah so, a lot of the architecture just looks very Zepho too it's there's no like hard edges um Zephos, everything's rounded off what's um,
1: what's interesting to me is they've confirmed that r- the Rakata exists too from coder and they were yes. the original for- forerunners in old republic so i'm very interested to see how they blend the two stories now granted one could be like the forerunner of tech the other could be the forerunners of the force because oh, we've heard sure. multiple force origin stories across legends yeah so there's nothing solidified there um but the ricottins were very tech heavy so i don't know It'd be very interesting to see how they marry the two into one because both exist in canon so
2: we have got a lot you know i mean like between like the Zepho like that's a whole new race that they introduced we've we've Barely scratch the surface when it comes to the Grisk. Um, so like those are like two new races that have been introduced very recently in Star Wars lore, and we don't know anything about them. And people Other, like have we,
1: married the idea that the Grisk and the Yuzong Vong are not the same thing and can coexist. They're, they're different,
2: the yeah. Yeah. But like well, like, yeah, because like the Grisk is more like out in the in the uncharted space and the Yuzong Vong are more in like like in that galactic area, right?
1: Yu are out in uncharted space too. They what they do is they invade galaxies and like suck them up. Well, that's the, the but that's what they the grist
2: does. Yep, that's what the grist do. So <laughs> that's very interesting. But they so then you have two powerhouses that could then end up fighting each other.
1: They confirmed that, but the other idea is that maybe the Chiss are holding both at bay right now out there.
2: Ooh. Like, that's why they haven't
1: attacked the core galaxy because the chiss are actually the ones fighting both of them on multiple fronts. Holy shit,
2: that would be so sick!
1: Because mm-hmm. the chiss oh. war has completely changed because the chiss were not introduced to the chiss now until this era. In the old one, the chiss were part of the empire in the old republic. Now, I did read something where someone also got that idea that once the empire fell in the old republic, the chiss yeah. went back out to uncharted space. And, you know, reestablish their civilization on their own without the help uh-huh. of the empire. And now we're being reintroduced to them. And it makes sense because the old Republic is thousands of years before all of this. So it's very credible that, you know, given yeah, how but, many so, alien races the, there are. Like, But
2: that sounds like the Chiss don't get integrated until after the new Republic.
1: They don't because of we know that That's they're just can't.
2: like so I don't think they ever get integrated now because they're their own thing. They're their own government. They they operate. They're they're a huge body in the in the chaos. Right. So like for the, for them to be integrated with in this galaxy that makes no sense. But like the idea of them being the the like the defense force, like they are the defense for the ga- like for that galaxy because they're holding everything back in the chaos. That's so cool.
1: There's, there's no, there's so many references that he makes to the things that are out beyond the chaos. Um,
2: oh yeah, no, there's definitely a whole nother... There's something else past that, because the chaos is kind of like this buffer. It's, it feels like it's a buffer zone.
1: Yep. So it, it you know, it, it. Who knows? But there's obviously. Hopefully,
2: right. Ahsoka will will start to answer some of those questions.
1: I feel like Ahsoka is going to be a glue for a lot of the ideas that are floating out in, in lack of a better. term. Well, it's there's so
2: right much, now. there's so much between Episode six and seven that there's just there's so many questions that you can years. answer. And th- yeah, there's twenty years, and there's so much material that has been created for this this time period. It's just it's nuts, absolutely insane right now. So it's going to be overwhelming. I think we're going to start getting our storylines confused. I mean we already get our storylines confused but i, started... I did like I, can we ju- can we just like quickly jump in into mando real quick and and since we're talking about like anime Give him a and, stuff. Tease and then we'll take a did break. you like the space whales the purple it was so sick that was i love that we didn't actually get to see them we just saw shadows it was so good because you know what that means kevin it means Ezra and Thrawn. That's what that means. I got yep. so excited when I saw those. Yeah, they definitely nodded
1: to Rebels like, here it comes. You ready? Yep. Uh, I also <laughs> wanted to ask you about that, and we'll go to break right after this. Was Grogu the only one able to see them?
2: No, I think I think Mando would have been able to see them too. Um, like, they travel in their own hyperspace lanes. They were able right. to just naturally navigate those those lanes. So I think Mando would have seen them too. I think, <laughs> I think because of Grogu, it just like... The way that he is he was probably talking to him okay he there. was probably communicating with him. All right. all right at least at least that was that that was the moment because like he was like doing his like they were looking at each other and then he went and cuddled with mando so yeah that was cute too he was right. so
1: cute we're gonna talk about mandalorian uh season three kickoff on the other side of this break uh listen to the, my sexy voice try and tell you a few things and we'll be back in a minute
2: All and right. we're back with coffee and kevin More coffee more coffee more coffee yeah it's one of those days where i just need more caffeine well,
1: it was like leg to see- day
2: today so like i kind of just ch- like struggling
1: i did chest last night i gotta do legs tonight
2: i'm i'm hurting leg day i love leg day i love leg day because it's just like seeing like the little increments as you just increase you know it might just be like five pounds every week but still like I, I'm I'm proud. I'm excited because I'm getting I'm getting close to 400 pounds. So like for me like that's a goal. Like that's just like that's like an achievement for me. So like I I like it. I know. I'm just trying to not be fat. So that's it.
1: <laughs> so far it's working. Uh, Good for you. Thanks. And then this is where Tim usually goes. That's more based on your diet, not your workout. Just so you know. No, I, I just
2: know. say that's uh, just the calorie in, calorie out. That's, yeah. It's, 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 he said does it every time.
1: And yes, I'm counting calories and my water and stuff. Uh, Happy Mandalorian Day. It's finally here. I was talking to Alex Damon via text yesterday. um, Oh, look
2: at me. I'm Kevin, and I can just text Alex Damon whatever I want.
1: Well, we were supposed to meet about GCX stuff. Hi, out there, Star Wars fans. There's another reason for you to buy your tickets. We were supposed to meet about GCX stuff but uh mm-hmm. he got his times mixed up so we're going to meet on on Friday so I was texting him to talk to him about it and then I was like you get everything good and we were talking about Mandalorian for a little while uh and uh I was like it's like become the holiday the annual holiday for us as Star Wars fans he's like I know it's like always such like a big and then the night before feels like christmas and you're like I can't wait and I was like you stay up you you and Molly get up at yeah, you're like up yeah. at midnight I was like Tim and I, our asses get up, go to do the workout, and then we freaking watch it, uh, and then we go record at eight. And he's like, "I don't envy your position." And I was like, "No, but that's just when we can do it." So mm-hmm. I couldn't if I tried to stay up till midnight, I, I wouldn't stay awake. Like I'd be, out. I would die. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. So. I can't.
2: I can't do Last of Us at nine a.m. or nine p.m. So
1: I can't because that can't be the last thing I watch before I go to bed.
2: Oh, it's so depressing too.
1: I can't. So I I usually watch it like Friday. Yeah. Um. All right, The Apostate, episode one of season three, uh, the opening. So if you've heard you, my rant. Would you like
2: the definition for uh, what an apostate is, Kevin? Please,
1: please. I know, do you, know
2: do you enlighten them. Do you know what an apostate is? For those that don't know, an apostate is a person who renounces a religious or political belief or principle.
1: Hey, yeah, he took his okay. helmet off. It's not
2: a prostate. It's apostate
1: tim's chat will turn it into a prostate that mando has to go get a prostate <laughs> exam that's a whole other story so um the opening the way. was kevin little kevin's not little but like teenage 20 something kevin's wet dream of seeing live action mandalorians standing all together just hanging out didn't matter
2: that it was yeah. yeah i really liked the baptism that was really nice
1: it was Awesome, and then that Florida gator just comes up out of the water. Yeah,
2: I really liked the 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 turtle the turtle gator.
1: I don't know why everyone was so scared. Tim and I have those in our backyard. No
2: <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was just like, oh, this is this is a normal Friday afternoon. Yeah, like, well, um, I have like, so many questions about this opening scene. First just hold off, mouth shut.
1: That's all you got to do. First off, why? Power. <laughs>
2: why? Why did we? Why is how? Why did we start off the first episode? With a baptism and a and a Florida and a Florida barbecue. Like I so, don't I don't understand.
1: So they're showing you that they're rebuilding the ranks with Foundlings. That they are building them back up. Because the last time we saw uh what's his name? Paz Vizla and the Armour. It was
2: in the armorist it was just two. It was just them. They, them. them. They, were, they, they, talk, they were hanging out in the underbelly of a space station. On the halo ring. Okay, so that was that was the other thing that was weird. Why did she go through the whole talk about him? like asking if he took off his helmet again
1: i don't know i guess because he came back and was like hey i got the dark saber again you're like we cool yeah but
2: but "Ah." she asked him that but she asked him that in boba fett
1: i guess he was just trying his luck again so here's 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 the uh disconnect in the episode for me is ig11 if you get a new memory core for ig11 how is he going to be valued? oh we're really
2: jumping all over the place. holy crap okay
1: for, for that was my big disconnect. Your big disconnect. This is where I was going with that. Is I see. Okay. Why did he go back to her? Yeah,
2: there was no point. She already. He already got his quest from her. He knew that he had to go to the. He had to go to the the waters under the mines of Mandalore to cleanse himself. That so he had to go to the living waters. We got that quest in Book of Boba Fett. What was the whole point of him going back to this desert backwater ass planet to kill the Gator? To then ask for forgiveness again and her to t- say, ask if he took his helmet off, which she already asked. She already knows. So it's just like, it felt like there's a lot of just um, regurgitation of things that we had already known. And they even showed that off in the intro trailer. Also, so it was just kind of like. Watched Book of Boba Fett. It, even if they didn't, <laughs> if you watch the opening credits, the opening, the intro to the episode, it, it it's, it's that scene from Book of Boba Fett. So it just it just feels like a lot of wasted time. This was a really my, the reason why I'm bringing this up, and I'm and I'm kind of I'm kind of like grumpy about it, is that this was a really short episode. This was 38 minutes from start to finish. That's including including the credits. So we got like a 35 minute episode, right? And th- we jumped all over the place. And the first 10 minutes of the episode was a visual orgasm. It was great visually. That was beautiful. Watching all the Mandalorians like fight this big snapping turtle gator thing. And and like it doing like uh, the death rolls and stuff was really cool. Mando coming in on his Naboo fighter and blowing it with a pro, with a proton torpedo that was awesome. That was really cool. But it felt I, I I got to the end of that scene. I was like, what was the point? It was I was I, it felt like it was just another one of those just like fun Favreau moments, not really like pushing the story. If if this if this episode was longer, if we would have got like a fifty minute episode, I think I would have been okay with it. But because these episodes are so short, we didn't really go anywhere. We got to IG-11, which I thought was really cool. All the stuff with Navarro, awesome. Navarro is really, really cool. Katie Sackhoff at the end, what was the point?
1: I think he was going to see if he could rally her and her troops to, like, because he, he said, I want in on what we said.
2: Yeah, just my, my whole point of asking what was the point is the dialogue and the interaction between him and her was so short, they could have gone done that through Hollow.
1: Maybe he thought showing up in person was the play, not doing it over Hollow.
2: Just, it felt so off. It felt, it felt really out of place. Him going and then him leaving. Like, she was like, see you later, Din, Jaren. And I was just like, ugh. It felt like that could have done over a phone call.
1: Also, he showed up and they're all gone. So, well, I'm sure I, he was but that, but, and to I see. really
2: like, I really liked that. I loved hearing how it all fell apart. How she was riding on the fact that she was going to get the dark saber, and then she was going to rally all of these Mandalorians together to go back to to home. But the problem is, as soon as they didn't see the dark saber, they all said bye, and they all went up became mercenaries.
1: The way she said, just wave it around and they'll do whatever you say. Yeah,
2: I love it. that. It was so good. It was fantastic. It felt like a little Jedi's, like, oh, yeah, look at the guy with the lightsaber. And she told him where the mine is.
1: She's definitely uh-huh. going to end up going to Mandalore. Oh,
2: she's. We, we know that she's going. We know that she ends up there. We don't know the circumstances as to why, though. The I artifacts- think what's going to happen is that she's going to be curious. After getting this artifact, yeah. I think it sparked her curiosity. And she's like, oh, shit there might actually be something there for me to go and claim
1: the other thing too is because of that interaction she did say like it's poison the planet is destroyed da, 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 da. And he's like make up your damn mind is it what which yeah I liked to he
2: was like is there is there a curse or is there not which one is it
1: like so at this point he's like I'm just gonna go figure it out myself
2: yeah um, this was is this, this episode and I want to keep talking about it like overall this is a great setup episode. This is a great, like it just the only part that I found frustrating is like now we have this side quest to go get this memory core for IG-11, which means that we won't end up on Mandalore for like another two episodes, I think. It's not going to be the next episode, but it's probably episode three. Um, I love that. Bob, I love Babu Freak's Inzelens. The Inzelens were absolutely hilarious. I I love that Apollo Creed was translating for him the entire time. Even with, like, it was a bunch of dialogue that you could understand. And he's still in the background, like,
1: he said he could get you that memory core. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's fucked. I, I died when Grogu hugged one of them. And he's like, not a toy, not a toy. <laughs>
2: I was waiting for him to eat him. That's what I thought I was going to have. He's still young. He's like, bad baby, bad baby,
1: bad baby, bad baby. <laughs> 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 I, I actually like
2: laughed out loud at that scene. It made me think of our kids. I thought right? it was so good. Yeah. This is
0: literally dealing with so
1: yeah, this could be we know Hondo's alive because they introduced Hondo at Galaxy's Edge and Galaxy's Edge is, is in the timeline after this. Now we know Galaxy's Edge also doesn't exist in a timeline anymore, but when they built it originally, Hondo was in spoilers. For love, love of god smugglers run he is the host of smugglers run you can see his animatronic which looks awesome he's on the video uh and he's live action there so my assumption is that this whole pirate story that's developing with captain gorian shard that's his name
2: yeah did you know that that's clancy brown again we're bringing clancy back that's clancy brown he plays Gorion. That's awesome because he was the Demerolian yeah. in
1: season one too. He was,
2: six. yeah. So he's um he's played yeah yeah he's played by Clancy. That's so sick, dude. Also,
1: and uh, totally he, reminded me of Davy Jones.
2: Yes, just completely- very much so. Yeah he he kind of had like this Muppet kind of look to him, yes. like just like 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 Oscar the Grouch kind of vibe, and I really liked that. It definitely felt like they were leaning more towards that like that Henson. Uh, like original Star Wars kind of vibe with that puppeteering, and one I the, really, really liked it.
1: Do you remember Fraggle Rock? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, remember the big guys who dance and jump. Uh huh. It was he's
2: like one of those. Fraggle yeah, Rock. I mean, like he had this like he had this like really shiny beard, and it almost looked like he had like like uh um uh, like four leaf clovers and stuff in there. It just it was cool. It was really neat. I I enjoyed his character because it wasn't scary. Um, it wasn't like grotesque. It was kind of just like this like just fun. It was he was just a fun-looking guy. He's just a fun character. Also, but he still looked like a pirate.
1: Also, Vane V A N E is named after the legendary pirate Captain Charles Vane. Who, if you watch the oh. Black Tales show or you know okay. pirate lore, he he's a very. And Vane was pirate.
2: the was the the guy that showed up that wanted to drink in the school.
1: Yes, oh, like <laughs> this <laughs> was a school,
2: <laughs> or this was a bar. It's a school now.
1: <laughs> My school.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was, love that.
1: Grief still I, got I, it too.
2: A- I really, I, I really, really like that he kept on calling him. What was it, the high, high chancellor? He high magistrate. High magistrate. Yeah, magistrate. Oh, high magistrate.
1: Also, that he's got two droids holding his robe up at all times.
2: That was so cute. The little, the little wheely robot guys in the back that were just holding his cape. That's it. It was it's so good. Holds it up off the ground. Navarro's cool. I would totally live there. Yeah, no, it's nice.
1: It's nice. It and looks they want like to a fun place to be. I. I they finally found the way to write now they wrote Carrie out of the show. We know that for obvious reasons with Gina Carano. Yeah. Um. They found the way to write her out of the story. That was clever. But I also don't think that was writing her out of the story. I think that was the intent for her to get her own show. And that was originally slated when she was supposed to be the star Rangers of the that's, New Republic.
2: That's what was supposed to happen.
1: And that's literally what he described. So. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling people that are going to say, oh, they just put that as a side note right out of the show. Like, no, that's probably how they were transitioning her. Now, there might have been a bit more planned in a grandiose transition for her. Sure. But obviously, they they finally addressed the elephant in the room.
2: Yeah. Um, and I I thought thought they did a good job. It felt very natural. It didn't feel forced. You know, like Mando asked, where is she? And he gave an answer. He's like, she went off to go be a special force ranger. And like, that's pretty sick. Good for her. And then that was it. And he knew Marshall. Which was okay. her job
1: before that, anyways. Well, not a ranger. Yeah, she
2: was. A, she was a shock trooper. Yeah, because she fought on Endor.
1: Um, so they they found a way to work her out of the story. Um, aside from that, the IG Eleven thing bothered me because I was like, okay, obviously his old programming kicked in when they tried to reassemble him because he tried to mm-hmm.
2: kill Grogu. Yep.
1: Um. My issue is with this, is like, if he has, the whole reason you want him is because you know he's capable because of his memory core. Again, this is my assumption. Mm -hmm. If you were to get him a new memory core, is he still as capable as he was before? And if that's, if it's just that you need an IG droid, why don't you take grief up on his offer and just get yourself another IG droid?
2: Yeah, I don't know, because the whole idea of the memory core was to have the memories of all of the things that they went through in the first season so that he wouldn't kill Grogu, right? A droid I can trust. Remember, he hates droids. Right, he doesn't, and that's the only droid that he can trust because because they fought together. So it's like, for him, like that's blood. Um, yeah, so for him to get a new memory core makes no sense because then he's no longer IG-11. Like, okay, his barcode says he's IG-11, but all of the things that make him up for who Mando wants... Is no longer there. Unless, At least, I would assume. I'm no, I'm no droid specialist.
1: Here's the only justification I can see: is the memory core
2: is like a hard drive,
1: and they can transfer the data from the broken oh, hard drive to the functioning yeah. hard drive. The Anzellans are crafty. True. They got little that fingers, could, and they can get down. That could there. happen.
2: Yeah, I, I just, can see that happening. I like that.
1: I just want to see more of them because it feels we,
2: forced, though. Like, why thing? do we need this character? I thought having him as a memorial was really cool I thought that was cute I really liked that
1: Aichi doesn't feel forced because it's the only droid that he that Mando trusts
2: yeah but like the whole but we watched him blow up like he he self-destructed but only half of them blew up I don't know Kevin it just feels weird that
1: part I will say is forced yes
2: it feels like just like they're forcing like the character that they 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 had in the, like and he was very popular in the first one and it's a yeah. great way to get Taika Waititi back in the show. Like, that's sick. That's really cool. But at the same time, why couldn't we introduce a new droid? Why, is, why does it have to be IG-11? Um, you know, I thought IG-11 had a great story. And I thought the way that he ended was was a great hero moment. Um, to bring back an old character just for the sake of bringing back an old character, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yeah. But we'll, we'll have to see. Like, it, like, again, like him, like shooting at the thing because his old programming kicked in. Like, that was just like, that was, that was just, I don't know. It was just, it was awkward. I'm gonna try to feel about it.
1: Did you see, uh, did you see Stein went to the premiere? Who? Stein from Xbox.
2: Oh, from Xbox. That's cool.
1: Yeah. He was on the red carpet. Microsoft did a whole thing. Cause Disney and Disney plus and Xbox, uh, Microsoft Star have a deal.
2: Oh, that's cool. Where's our invite?
1: It's probably because it got lost
2: I, in the mail didn't it did I, it never your spam. did it did you check your spam folder
1: i always check my spam folder it's just people he, offering penis enhancing drugs and pornography
2: i'm sure the invite for the red carpet to mandalorian season three is in between those emails
1: also seo help and this one says it's from a prince in Africa that wants to give me three million dollars in a trust fund. All right,
2: so if we can work on getting us to the next premiere for a Star Wars show, that would be great.
1: We need the community to tell everyone that they want. That's what I'm studio. saying.
2: I'm I, I'm I'm trying to be very very passive aggressive with this. I'm like,
1: do you want man, a passive we... aggressive host and a really sarcastic one with a dry sense of humor that jokes don't always land at the red carpet premiere of Mandalorian season four? Is that what you want? I almost called you chat because that's what you'll always be to me.
2: <laughs> listeners? <laughs> See, it. sounds weird. Always hey, they're listeners. Yeah,
1: they're just chat. Your chat. Your chat. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, like Tim and I would would be honored to go. I mean, but Alex and Molly didn't get invited. They're like the benchmark for, you know, Chase got invited to go to Willow. That's
3: uh, Willow.
1: Alex and Molly got invited to Obi-Wan, right? Was it Obi-Wan or? or no, Andor. they got invited to Andor. Yeah. They got invited to Andor. Somebody else we know is at Andor too.
2: Can't remember. We didn't get invited to that one either. No.
1: I think we're a little too rough around the edges for the mouse. You know what I'm gonna do? Let's he go. thinks we're alcoholics,
2: doesn't he? Well,
1: I'm taking the 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 well, I mean I put scotch in my coffee every morning to maintain the scotch. When I was leaving Tim's house on Sunday, or no, what when was it? When I said, like, yeah, it was when I was leaving your house and, and said something about drinking scotch on the way out before my workout. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I do it every morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I get, so I get the blood pumping. Oh, with because Tim got me these awesome glasses for Christmas, the Star Wars glasses. I'll actually bring them in next time so I can show you all. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it was the glasses. I was like, yeah, I'll drink one tomorrow morning. Um, oh, yeah, I just think we're too... But anyway, what I was going to say, I'm going to Disney next month, so I'll I'll see Mickey. I can talk to him. Okay. Be like,
2: bro.
0: Oh, it's the alcoholic. Back for more. Oh, Oh.
2: boy. Oh, Oh. I love your Star Wars podcast. Can't put any ad money behind it, though. Uh Oh, sorry. (laughs) I'm a heavy drinker, too. You have to be in this (laughs) line of work. That last bob really made me drink. Oh, boy. Thought I was gonna lose my entire fortune.
1: Oh my god, the TikTok. Oh,
2: toodles!
1: With the guy that had the conversation between ChayPek and I said that to you a while ago and Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, we have to at least create the illusion of magic, you dumbass! <laughs> 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 he's like, You are ruining a hundred years of deception, lies. <laughs> I've worked very hard to trick these people, and you're ruining everything. It was in the desert, like Breaking Bad. It was so
2: good. <laughs> oh, it's uh, funny. We love you, Disney. We yeah. do.
1: <laughs> we wonder why we never get back. It's <laughs> like
2: it's just bits like this. That's it. Shit. So oh,
1: overall, again, we're starting Mandalorian off. We have our issues. Most of the time in this show, those issues get resolved by the end of the season, and then when you oh watch yeah, it all very much through, so. Like, oh, you're always free. like, oh, all right, it was worth it. You know, we went through this with season one, where we we're like, I have no idea where this is going. This makes yeah. no sense. And then by the end, we understood it. And then in season two, we were more patient because we understand the way that they tell stories. So season three, I'm not saying at all this is bad, By any starts the imagination. No,
2: just a it's an interesting start.
1: It was just an introduction to the world with some Easter eggs and some fun stuff. So it was good. Like it you, was a
2: good it was a good episode.
1: Did you think the castle might have been um the Ren Castle at the end? Oh, I was like, I wonder if this is where Clan Ren ended up, and I was like, waiting. But then I saw the owls. On what the- planet
2: was that on? Too? It was on an. It was a, a planet it that was, was a part of the Mandalorian system. I remember don't know what if it was he called. Said the
1: planet, but he said this is in he, the Mandalorian system.
2: I could have sworn that he he said that it he was. Might have. Huh. We know I mean the, I, the castle was cool looking. I love the throne.
1: It looked just like the castles, you know, like the Ren Yeah,
2: It looks like our, it looks like uh uh even like when we went in uh, the Ren like Sabine's mom's castle looked very much so like that like very ornate, very big walls. Yeah. It's going to it's going to be it's going be, to become very Game of Thrones. I feel dun, it.
1: Dun, 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 dun. So who's who's uh
2: well, do you think the children of the Watch, or do you think that they're gonna? Like, I would, I would assume they're gonna have a bigger presence. I, have, I assume that they're gonna rally at I think some point. Show The whole point, point of that
1: is to show you that they're recruiting.
2: I mean, they have a decent amount of people in their in their ranks now,
1: and those are the ones we know about. Forget the other Coburns scattered across the galaxy. So, what's gonna happen by the end of the season is you're gonna have, because we know Sabine's coming. It's just a matter of when. We're gonna have Clan Ren gonna have the night owls gonna have the freaking um uh children of the watch
2: children of the watch yeah
1: and then there's something at play where uh, uh so in the in the in the trailer um and the internet's been a buzz with this since before the the episode aired he dusts off an old mandalorian helmet People oh, yeah that's are, when they're in the minds people are swearing that it's Tarvisla's mask. Tarvisla was the original Mandal, was the original Mandalor.
2: <gasps> oh shit!
1: And Tarvisla was the original Mandalorian Jedi too. He's the one who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: was, and that, saber. and that would, and that would be so cool with Grogu.
1: Oh shit! So, where, where my head is at is that the ancient rite of Mandalore is whoever holds the dark saber. Right? You hold the dark saber, mm-hmm. you rule Mandalore. Mm-hmm. It's won through duels and combats and whatnot. The mask is gonna somehow come into play because in the old Republic, Legends lore, you had the mask
2: <gasps> oh, too. Do you think Mando takes his helmet off and puts that one on?
1: Maybe he becomes Mandalore because Mandalore the Great was the title you were given when you ruled Mandalore. You wore the mask and you had the dark saber.
2: Oh, that's so sick. Man, they're there's, really are, they're gonna RPG the shit out of this. You have to have the full armor set to become Mandalore. You're already
1: you're already questing. We are back to the video game formula. Think about it. You need no, we droid, are 100. You need the droid sidekick, so you got to go somewhere else and get the memory core before you can go to Mandalore because Mandalore is probably too over leveled if you don't have the droid with you.
2: Oh yeah, you totally get gear checked as soon as you touch <laughs> the surface. 100.
1: And you have your little you have your little force user healer friend, but he can only use so much power. It's like it's like a uh, trace in God of War. Mm-hmm. It's nice to yeah. have him around, but he's not going to get the job done. So, it, it's it's with the video game formula is is actively at work. We went back to a settlement where we've been before, and they've grown and prospered yeah. because of the good things we've done. Very video game esque I love it it's going to be good it's that's be why
2: good. I like I'm not like I, that's why I'm not upset about this episode because no. I know where we're going to end up it's no. just the pacing just felt weird
1: yeah what, one last thing before we head out on Mandalorian so originally I had read that like John Favreau was like I don't want to go past four or five seasons now John is saying I don't really have a finale in mind oh. and I would love for this to just go on and on that worries me a little bit.
2: i don't oh man i don't know because it, it just it's it's the mandalorian it could be about any mandalorian
1: i i am but okay. i feel like that
2: just gets watered down
1: i am okay with ending the show and continuing the stories of the characters elsewhere and he says you know this is the middle chapter of a much larger story and we'll have resolution over time with these these characters that's good but the way star wars works nicely is that the characters can just be dropped into the next thing that's happening yes very easily very much so so i would maintain that they should probably end mandalorian in another two seasons and then move the necessary characters to whatever else is happening like you know we're gonna see Din and ahsoka
2: yeah i don't see why we wouldn't
1: you know we're gonna and grogu you know we're gonna if there's a book of Boba Fett chapter two, you, there's not a chance in hell that Boba Fett doesn't go back to Mandalore after the assault resolutions. Like, well, Mike? there, I mean,
2: like there, there are there are rumors that Boba Fett shows up in this.
1: Wouldn't shock me because to fight
2: he, because it goes back to season two when they talk about Django being a foundling. He has and so another I claim, think, right? Exactly, and so I think in, in what you and I were talking about last week, or I don't remember when we were talking about this. We were talking about Clan Fett.
1: Clan Fett is a legends faction
2: and so like what if clan Fett he lays claim to being leader of not all not Tatooine but also no this clan is, Fett as well like, it could get Thrones, really dope like yeah this, it could really be Game of Thrones like you could really Game of Thrones a show and it would be wild
1: and you think how Game of Thrones failed was when you know obviously the lazy writing and stuff but when we stopped losing we started losing interest when the factions started working together
2: yeah because it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun when like when when you've got Clan Stark just like running at the 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 river or the uh what was it, the tower the tower guardsmen people and like they had that big bloody fight and so like you had all these inner house issues and they're trying to do all these things you know one's trying to go for power, one's trying to remain with peaceful and so it's just like it's cool. It's really neat. People enjoy the struggles.
1: And I I think given the way the Mandalorian people work, it makes sense for them to be the ones in Star Wars that would emulate that because... Sure. They showed you something else in the beginning of that episode is that Mandalorians, you know, their code of honor is very high. They were risking their lives to save each other. Yeah. They were protecting the children. Mm -hmm. So their code of honor is very high, but they are a warlike people and power is everything to them. Yeah. And I don't say that in a bad way. I'm not saying it in a political, like, real-life context. I'm talking about conquest and power. Um, they're not perfect by any stretch of the imaginations from a moral standpoint, but, you know, supremacy, power, order, mm-hmm. honor, these are all things that matter to them. So it'll be interesting to see now that the— and and you know when they splintered off after the, the destruction of Mandalore that— new ideals, new customs, new things come into place for these different sure. factions, and it further spreads them apart. So when they come back together, those ideas are not all going to be met kindly across the board. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these this whole weighs out. And we're not even taking into account, you know, Gar Saxon's Imperial Mandalorians. Where are they? Oh, yeah, I
2: totally forgot about that. Are they still Well, Okay, loyal? so I would I would think that the those Imperial um guards they got they um they were removed when uh, uh when bo katan was in was in rule i would assume she cleared them out
1: but they're still uh, the because uh, Oh, do you uh, think like the actual bar like, they're is still... dead they were they yeah. swore allegiance to darth maul but they were remember the other girl that was with them i forget
2: her name oh shit, the like the girlfriend yep. um Oh, but she was still alive. She was very much still alive. Oh, whoa! I forgot about that. So
1: that—that's my whole thing—is they—they planted the seeds for all of these potential people that would want control of Mandalore, all across Star what Wars. What if War. she's
2: the armorist though? Didn't we already talk about this? What that if she was, was the—that she was leading the the clan of the but the they're Church not of the, the watch. watch. The watch is watch, from Death.
1: No, they were not Death Watch. They were these were the Imperials who swore allegiance to the Empire. Oh
2: no, no, no. You're right, right, no, no. But no, but I'm thinking that she she started the new Death Watch.
1: I think that's what Death Watch is just an offshoot. The watch is just well, an offshoot that, but, of the Death that, Watch we knew.
2: Yeah, but the Imperial guys, they I think they were within the same mentality as the Death Watch. What if they just got cannibalized by that group? Could be. But we know didn't she's have a lead still alive. because they didn't have a leader. Yeah, she's still alive and she runs off. Holy shit, Kevin! There's so many loose ends with this.
1: Trying to find her name. Uh, no, that's Gar. Now I gotta go back and watch all the Mandalorian episodes that are in Rebels and. Because that was Rebels, right? That we met her.
2: That was uh, no, that was that was Clone Wars season six. Oh, good lord! Yeah, there's um, so many season, out there. Yeah, it was season six when Gar gets what he gets kicked off the platform, or whatever, and then she's like. It, or no she gets killed in the fight or so, he gets killed in the fight right
1: yeah so I, I don't know It it's there's a lot here there's a lot so we'll see you next week
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm now i'm trying to figure out what happens here oh we have to go back and watch that part that's really interesting so i think i think for next week we'll we'll end up on like a little side quest we're not going to go to mandalore we won't go to mandalore until i think until episode three um and no, so there's he's got to gonna... get the
1: memory chip first also and the pirates also create a whole other problem here mm-hmm. that's all because whole that other... guy's
2: not dead the guy who the guy who wanted to drink in the school he's not dead he's still alive bane is still alive bane's still alive the captain's now pissed off because he knows about the mandalorian mm-hmm. um and he doesn't like being showed up like that uh so yeah we've got we've got two i guess th- what three story arcs to kind of follow along with right now
1: yeah so so I don't think we see Ahsoka I I agree with you I could absolutely see Boba Fett showing up this season yeah um I think Hondo is going to be introduced to live action this season
2: if we don't get Hondo in this we'll get him in Ahsoka but I think Hondo live action makes sense especially with the introduction of pirates
1: I think we say hello to him here and then he plays a much bigger role with Ahsoka because we will be like, Ah, Soka! it's so good to see you again. And she'll slap wow, Ah, you stuff. got this so big. I probably deserve that, but let's move on. <laughs> um, so you know, Hondo gets introduced. So, yeah, I, I think we're on the right track. We have the pirate storyline. We're going to restore IG-11, which, again, even though Tim and I have plot holes in that, like it's going to be great to, to hear his voice He's going to be again. a dope
2: sidekick regardless. Yeah, like, like, it's going to be cool.
1: So we got to get the party together so we can venture into the, you know, the higher level area, which is Mandalore. But we got to do the side quests to get the gear and the partnerships in place. I love that. We just going. have to
2: explain this like a video game. We've it played so many sense. video games. It's just like, it's so much easier to just be it's like, no, just exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But it's like, it follows the, the right recipe every time. It's so wild.
1: It just works. Uh-huh. It just works. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of star Wars and scotch. We'll be back next week with season two, episode 12 of the bad batch and season three episode two of the mandalorian is so exciting to say that because i was thinking this morning man if you told like younger kevin that he'd have his ass up at 5 a.m to watch (laughs) watch an animated star Wars show and a live action first of all a live action star Wars show would shock him because he's got to go run and record a podcast with his buddy about Mm -hmm. star wars he'd Mm -hmm. be like really this is exciting (laughs) so it was just awesome to say that two shows are premiering next week um but make sure you go hang out with tim are you doing light fall i might you're gonna do it just do it get it over with i, ha- you're I have do to it. i
2: have to talk i have to talk to the big show about it on saturday so did you and he said i was big bro
1: bro today
2: today Chuck came up to me. He's like, so you're friends with the big show now, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, you saw that because he just walked over to me and started talking about video games. Did you tell Chuck you were friends with the big show before the gym? No. Oh, yeah. I told him that he came to GCX and stuff like that. Yeah, I told him that because he was like, how do you know him? And I was like, oh, he came to GCX. He did this thing. He gave out like he came out. So he gave out some awards and I brought that up to him. And he like lit up and like now we're friends.
1: So you're waiting to play life Hall with big show.
2: No, 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 no! I'm gonna play the single player solo.
1: But if he wants to play, you could take him through with. The could you imagine
2: character. raiding with him though? Like that would be pretty sick.
1: I would love to hear the big show rage during a raid. I,
2: hate I know to be what that controller. his controller.
1: I know what his yelling voice sounds like from wrestling, so I just want to hear it.
2: He's so soft-spoken. He's so nice.
1: He's so nice, but like when I shook his hand, my little baby hand, and his big giant hand. I know I went to fist hand.
2: bump him, and like his fist just encompassed my entire hand.
1: <laughs> He's such a nice guy, though. Anyway, make sure you go uh check out tamfp.gg darkness429 uh Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and then uh you can check him out, Darkness429, everywhere else on the internet. I get his TikToks True. all the time. And uh you should go like those and follow. Him. Uh everything I do is at rare You can go listen to old episodes of Star Wars and Scotch there, rate review, subscribe, it helps us out. And if you want to chat with me, it's kmagic 101 on Instagram and Kevin on Pita. Uh, we'll be back next week. Like I said, more Mandalorian, more Bad Batch. We hope you have a fantastic week. And as always,
0: may the force be with you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.